What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Here's a quote that really stands out to me when it comes to navigating our emotions. So William James in self-talk and input says one of the greatest discoveries is that humans can alter their lives by altering their attitudes and minds. I'm going to read that one more time. One of the greatest discoveries is that humans can alter their lives by altering their attitudes and minds. And it can be so easy to let our emotions and how we feel impact all of our behaviors in kind of like a a negative way where we make decisions, we engage in habits and behaviors that like looking back, we're kind of like, "Mm, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Like, I wish I would have done that differently. And sometimes that's what it takes. It takes having that awareness to see like, Ooh, I probably would do that differently next time. So I want to talk today about how we can navigate our emotions with or without food, because I think also in a lot of the conversations that I have, it seems like this idea of emotional eating is this like bad thing that like at all costs we need to avoid. And that's not necessarily the case. Like I'm not saying emotional eating is bad. Like I mentioned a minute ago, building awareness to our emotions can be so huge and then identifying how we can best cope with them. And sometimes maybe food is a way that you can cope with those emotions and maybe there's something else that's going to be a better fit for that specific emotion. Because really, I think emotional eating can either be mindful or mindless. Mindful emotional eating would be like awareness of present the present emotions that you have and understanding that that like yes, eating is a beneficial tool right now. Mindless would then be the opposite. It's kind of this like detachment or disassociation from your emotions or how to best cope. So then you're more so eating to like numb, avoid, or soothe your emotions. And what I hope you take away from this is that there's also so many other things out there you can do besides eating as well. So really we want to think of this as like a toolbox of like, okay, food may be one of those tools in the toolbox, but how can we bring awareness to all these other tools that you have in this toolbox? So I want you to think on this question, how does the best version of yourself navigate emotions? Not even like how you today as a person navigate emotion, but like how does the best version of yourself navigate emotions? And then what I want you to think about from there is like, okay, how do I make steps towards being that person, towards handling emotions like that version of myself would? Now, I think it's helpful to kind of go through some just like core emotions and feelings that we may have. Now, this list isn't all inclusive, but just in thinking of like nine core emotions that most all humans have, um, these are nine that come to mind. So anger, fear, shame, guilt, glad, sad, hurt, lonely, and bored. 
Now, I think where that can be helpful is if we're trying to figure out like, okay, what tools do I need to have in my toolbox? It's helpful to break down all these different core emotions and even maybe just see which ones like resonate the most with you to then see, okay, when I feel angry, what helps? When I feel glad, what helps? When I feel hurt, what helps me navigate those emotions? So let's break that down a little bit more. I think what it can look like is we have this emotion or feeling, and then that leads us to take some sort of action or behavior. And then that action or behavior produces some sort of outcome. So what maybe has happened in the past is, or currently, let's say using one of those emotions, let's say you're bored. So you find yourself hanging out on the couch, maybe watching TV and you're eating chips out of the bag. And next thing you know, you've eaten like the whole bag. So then you maybe feel guilt and shame. So the emotion was bored. The action or behavior was eating that whole bag of chips and the outcome was guilt or shame. Now, there's also so much work that we do around, you know, not feeling guilt or shame with food in general, but maybe you also just feel kind of guilt and shame of like, oh, like I could have done something else because if we think about it, okay, the emotion you felt at the beginning was bored. And then after, you know, you just hung out on the couch, ate the potato chips, you now feel guilt and shame and like maybe you still feel bored too. So we didn't even really address the first emotion that you were feeling. Let's look at another example. So let's say you feel angry. Maybe you're having a stressful day and you're just like not in a good mood. So then that leads you to like make some sort of rude comment towards maybe a coworker, towards your spouse, partner, towards someone who's important to you. And then you feel sad, like disappointed in yourself. Like, like, why did I do that? So again, it's like you probably still feel angry from whatever the situation was. And now you also feel sad. So what we're working to do is see like, how could we switch this behavior or action that's happening as a result of the emotion that you're feeling in hopes that then that like secondary emotion maybe doesn't even show up or it's something that feels more like uplifting. So this is where really unpacking your different emotions and what behaviors help can be so helpful. What we do with our clients in this is have um, them use a resource we have in Free Method Academy called the Emotions Toolbox. And what you do is you write out the specific emotion. So you would write bored, sad, angry, whatever emotion you may be feeling. And then under there, you would think of, okay, what are three to five, even just one behavior that can help me when I feel this specific emotion? So thinking about bored, okay, what are like three to five things I could do when I'm bored? Well, I could read a book. Maybe I could text some friends to make plans. Maybe I could go on a walk. Maybe I could call a friend and chat. Maybe I have some errands I need to run. So then it gives you ideas of things to do. So you don't just feel like stuck and maybe end up just like binging Netflix or eating a whole bag of chips on the couch. Another one, if you feel sad, maybe call a friend, watch a funny show, maybe you journal, maybe you put on like some fun music at home and have like a little dance party. So doing that with all the different emotions, so then you feel equipped to navigate whatever emotion comes your way. Now, with those lists, obviously I didn't mention food, but knowing that food can also be there. 
I mean, especially one of the emotions I mentioned was glad. Like, let's say you get a raise at work and you're like so excited. It's so normal to be like, hey, let's go out for happy hour. Let's go get ice cream and celebrate. Like those are all very, very normal things to want to do. And I think that'd be a perfect example of that, like mindful emotional eating of like, okay, I know we're doing this because I'm happy. I want to celebrate. Another thing, like, let's say you're sad, you went through a breakup and like, you're like, I just want to like go get ice cream with my friends. That's something that like is fun. makes me feel good. And that's great. Again, that's more of that, like mindful emotional eating. What we're looking for is more of that, like mindless where you feel like you're using it more so to like numb, soothe, disconnect from your emotions. That's more what we're wanting to move away from because that's not going to be as supportive for your long-term goals. So what I want you to do is even like get out a sheet of paper, type in your notes app in your phone and unpack what these may look like for you. So what things can help when you're feeling those different emotions and then having that, leaving it on your phone or putting it in like specific places, like on your mirror or on the dashboard of your car, by your desk, so that wherever you may be feeling those emotions, you have that reminder. Because also right now you might be used to doing whatever that action or behavior is that you're wanting to like walk away from. So we're having to like throw up these reminders of like, how can I make sure that I like, instead of making this rude comment or sitting on the couch and like wasting two hours scrolling and TikTok, I do something else that actually is like more supportive and really addresses this like specific emotion even more. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.